Gudas to Chag again. Now recording the Shir from uh, the last day of uh, Pesach. Uh, in the previous Shir we were discussing, we ended up, <coughs> we saw Machlekes Rashi and Rambam, seeming Machlekes Rashi and Rambam, as to what exactly Tzrimo is. The Gemara discussed Tzrimo, this um, fruit which has been crushed. Uh, according to Rashi, we were talking about fruit which is, fruit which is kotosh kotaf, which is crushed a little bit, but it's not completely and utterly um, mushed up. Whereas, and on that, the Gemara says, you may call it, implying that if it was completely mushed up, it was made into what we call a dough, then you would make a uh, shahako. However, from the Rambam, the Rambam doesn't sound like that, because the Rambam talks about, an Esau talks about a dough, Sounding like that's what he understands is three man on that you may call it. Now, one of the shaders which we want to talk a little about is we mentioned at the end of the previous year was what about on on a uh, on crisps? For example, crisps. Now, some people say that crisps, for example, Rabbi Cooper, the Chayyim and he was actually basing himself on the the, uh, the um, previous sign Padva, sign Chamech Padva. Um, they held that on Chris you make charcoal. And the reason being because you can't recognize that, 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 that that's a potato. That's not the tree which grew on the tree. And the majority of, oh, sorry, it's not trees, we're talking about potatoes here. It's not, it's not the fruit which grew in the ground. And you can't see the majority of potatoes that grow for that. That's definitely not true. So, he says on that you can't recognize it. That's not the tree. You'll tell me, yeah, but I can recognize it. People tell you, yeah, you can recognize it. You can't recognize it. The only reason you can recognize it is because you know what, a, what, a, what crisps are made from. The biggest proof is, the biggest proof is that, um, that uh, there are certain crisps they now make from other vegetables. You try and recognize what they are. You won't be able to recognize what they are. Generally speaking, you can't. It's only because we know what they are. So therefore, they said you make shark. And I'm, I'm saying all of this to the Afuke, there is, there is a, 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 a teshuvah of the Be'er Moshe, so Moshe Stern, uh, a uh, tremendous Thomas Gotham and place he was in America that he writes there that definitely on on um, on um, on uh, crisps one makes Wadomo so it's on cooking he says you make you make, uh, you make Wadomo and he says the reason is because it's definitely it's still recognisable as as, uh, as potatoes and I'm saying that because <laughs> I don't think it's recognisable as potatoes and I always remember in Yeshiva when I used to um I used to I used to make shahaka because that's that's what uh, what uh, Rabbi Cooper Paskins. So uh, I used to make shahaka. My roommate said, "Why, why do you make shahaka?" So, so I said, "Because it's not recognisable as a potato." So they said, well, "What about potato Google? So I used to be being uh, being the true action, uh, the stubborn one. I said, "Yeah, potato Google is recognisable." Anyway, some years later, I was uh, my my good friend Avi Joseph, uh, Rabbi Cooper's uh, sta- uh, grandson. So he decided, you know what, he was going there Friday night to eat there, so he got asked him. And he, uh, he asked him, what about potato cuddle? And um, he said, surely, you know, surely it's not recognisable. So I think the Reverson started, uh, Reverson Cooper used to, was started about uh, giving some answer, and Robert Cooper cut him straight away, he said, no, economy, if it's not recognisable, you make charcoal on it. That was the answer. On cuddle, you'd also make charcoal if it's not recognisable. But obviously this, this comes as a, as, as a tremendous Kiddush judge. As an aside, an anecdote, I, we, we, I mentioned the show, I remember when I was in Yeshiva, there was a very, very sweet South African boy, 
who we were talking about is what broth you make on the crisps. And he says, actually, now you come to, to mention it, he says, on ready salted I make, I think it's shahakal, or on salt and vinegar I make khadol, whatever it was. How does that one happen? I mean, what must have happened was, he asked, he asked one rob one time, he was told Shaka, and another time he was told Vardomo, and in one case he was eating the ready sauce, and another time he was having the sauce of vinegar. So that was, that was what, what, he, what he ended up with. But, um, you'll find that in the majority of the, the majority men I go on is, that's on, on crisps, and on, let's say crisps, you definitely make Vardomo. And why Taka is that? It's not recognisable as potato. So why should we make Vardomo? And if we're going to say, like, Rabbi Cooper and Dian Padra, and those who go along those lines of thinking to say Takit Shakal, then what about popcorn? The same thing with popcorn. It's not recognisable that it came from the, from the, the original seed. You can't really see that. It's only if you know what it is. Show some African who's never, some African tribe who's never seen this, this thing in, in his life. He wouldn't know. So, I'd actually like to suggest that it really boils down to, to, in order to understand this, we have to understand what's going on in this Maklex, Rashi, and Rambam. Remember, Rashi understands that this Trima is where it's only been crushed a little bit, but not completely, completely, um, um, mushed up. Whereas the Rambam learns, even if it's been mushed up, it doesn't matter, it's still it. What exactly are they arguing about? And I would like to suggest, possibly, that they're arguing about, a little about what we call Sibba and Sibba. I'll ask you a different question. You may remember last, last year we, we, we mentioned the shit of the Rosh that if you take your vegetables, you take your peas, you put them in some water and you boil the water for long enough until it takes, Marish takes the taste of the peas, you make hard on on that. Even if you take the peas out, you throw them away, you make hard on on the water. Why? Does that look anything like the peas? Could you recognize that as peas? Of course not. So what, how could it be hard on and I think what this comes down to is this idea, this preconception, this idea we have in our head, that it's got to be recognisable. We have to understand, is that a simon or a simon? What do I mean by that? If it's a simon, that means like this. That the reason why I do not make, let's say, hot eight on something which has changed to the extent that I cannot recognise it, is because if I can't recognise it, that is a simon. That is a reason to change the brothel. If you can't recognise it, you don't know what it is, so you can't make very pre eggs because you can't recognise it. How can you say very pre on something which you don't recognise? So you won't make very pre eggs. If you say it's a simon, though, that means it's merely an indicator. I want to know, I've taken my fruit. If I take my apple and I cut it into two, is anyone in the world going to tell me you don't make kites on it? Of course not. Why? It's changed. It was a whole apple, now it's half an apple. The answer is, because it hasn't changed. That's still called an apple. How do I know it's still called an apple? How do I know that it hasn't changed? The answer is, well, you tell me. Can you still recognise it as an apple? Yes. So it's still, the, it's still the original fruit. What if I now take my apple and I mush it up? So now, the active test is, can you recognise it? If you can recognise it, then it shows that it's still the original fruit. If you can't recognise it, then it shows that it's changed to the extent that it's now a different, something different. It's not the original fruit which grew on the tree, and you can no longer say, but a puri, whatever it is. Now, the one point is that there may be an exception, by the way, if it's grown for that purpose. Because then it comes back to the thing we've discussed quite a few times, that that's what it's grown for, then it may be very pure ace anyway. 
we're talking about here where it was grown for the fruit, it was grown for to eat apples, and now I've mushed it up, if it's changed, it's no longer an apple. Now, if it's a sigmon, if it's just an indicator, then sometimes your indicator is not going to be full fruit. For example, if I take my apple, and I take a dye, and I colour it in with a felt tip, and I colour it, um, I colour it black. Now you show that to somebody, they'll never know it's an apple. Well, definitely not a healthy apple, at least. It doesn't look anything like an apple. But are you going to tell me don't make on that? Of course not. If I bring you some tropical fruit from the rainforest, which you've never seen in your life, well, I don't know what that is. I don't know it's a fruit. So you're going to say it's only berry Of course not. This idea whether you can recognize it, whether you can't, is a simon. It's an indicator. But it's not foolproof. Because sometimes the reason why you can't recognize it is for what we call a simastod. Is there something which has happened to it, which has changed it in such a way that it's not recognizable to you. But it doesn't mean, that's not, the, that's not the sibyl, that's not the deciding factor whether the process should change or not. It's merely an indicator, it's just a, an acid test, which is not always the acid test we use. Now, if that's the case, if that's the case, so um, it could well be, when it comes to, let's say, outside of here, if I take my fruit and I crush it up, says Rashi, if you crush it up completely, you won't be able to recognize it anymore. You'll never be able to recognize it as the original fruit. You wouldn't be able to make oats on it. Maybe, maybe because Rashi holds it's a symbol. It's a cause. You can't recognize it, you can't say very oats on it. Therefore, Rashi has to say that we're talking about a case where it's crushed a little bit, but not completely. Because if it would be crushed completely, and I can't even make sharper, because it's no longer recognizable. Whereas the Rambam, the Rambam says no. Even if it's crushed completely, it doesn't matter, it hasn't changed. It's still the same texture, it's the same fruit, it's got all the parts there. The fact that you've just changed the, the shape of it, that doesn't make a difference. It's still got the same amoshas there, it's, it's, it's still going to be very praised. Ah, you can't recognize it, it doesn't really matter. So if we take a look now at the Shulchan Aruch, how do we pass it? Says the Shulchan Aruch, Tomorrow Shemiyach on Biyad, if you take your dates and you crush them down with your hands, the Osamehem Isa, and you make out of them a dough. The Hoksimehem Karinem, and you take your pips out of them. Afiru Hoki, even so, and Yishani Spurchos, and the Brocha does not change. And you make very priorites on them. But if afterwards you make Alamesio. Sounds exactly like the Rambam. It's more or less a quote from the Rambam. Um, so, we've clearly passed on that the Rambam. Which means that even if Lamaita I can't recognize it, it doesn't really make a difference. Clearly the texture has not changed. And therefore, you're going to make hot, you're going to, in this case, you're going to make hot eggs. So by the same token, we could well say that when it comes to, let's say, my, my crisps, the fact that you can't recognize them, yeah, we can recognize it because we know what it's made from, but the fact that, let's say, some African, some African tribe wouldn't be able to recognize it, it's only because what you've done is you've cut it up, you've dehydrated it, so it looks a little different. But you haven't really changed the fruit, it's just a slice of potato. Just like when I ask you a slice of apple, you make or eat? Of course you make or eat. So if I take a slice of potato and I just dehydrate it a little bit, that's the change. I've cooked it. So why, why, why should, why, I, I baked it, whatever it is, it shouldn't be Ardon? Of course it should be Ardon. That's, as I said, I'm coming to explain, I'm not trying to be my out here, whatever people, I think the, the Minerodom is definitely, it's to make Ardon, and that would be the reason. That's, that's, I think, more or less what the person say. 
a crisp is just a, a, a piece of potato that's been crushed, so to speak. I mean, when I say crushed, I mean, it's been, uh, so to speak, uh, um, sort of pushed together. It's been baked, whatever they do to it to make the crisp, it's still a potato. So to by the same token with the popcorn. Say the person, of course you don't make a different broth on it. Why? Because it's still, it's still the original fruit. The fact that you've changed the form, you haven't crushed it, you haven't changed it in any significant way. It's still the, 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 the original thing. And therefore you still make the original broth on it. You don't make shahatan on it. When it comes to, to, uh, to, um, to kugel, kugel's a little more interesting. Let's hold the shadow of kugel for a second. Let's just go on a little further. Hagol. Carries on the remote. Well, if he's there, according to this, by the way, this is from the sheet still from yesterday, from, from the previous year. Well, if he's there, it's the bottom of my remokim here. Well, if he's there, says the remok, according to this, who has in belitzerin hanikrot havidlov, is the same thing will apply with this, this stuff, which I think is some sort of jam. Mabolchen alem beri proeit, to make beri proeits on it. Now, the yeshoim samsi, lebolch alem shakar, samsi, you make shakar on it. Now this stuff is, it's the Truman Sardashan's prince just above, he speaks about it. And what they do is, they, they cook it until it becomes completely dissolved up, and then they mix various things into it, uh, spices and honey, sugar, whatever it is, and the Truman Sardashan says, on that you make charcoal. Says the Ramal, the third block of Shalakatzil or the Warif Shalakal, it's good the Khatzil or to be Khashishishir Shalakal, but in Berich, Berich Ra'ait Yotza. But if you did make very priorities on it, you are yet. Because that would seem to be the Ikha Alokha. So we've got two Alokhas here in the Shulchan Oros. One is the Tamarim Shemiachon Biyad, is the case where you take your, you take your dates, you crush it up, make it into a dough, take out the, the pips, whatever it is, and you make quite on it. And that's without a shyness, says the, says the, uh, says the, the Machaber. Then he brings along, the remote brings along this case of this, some sort of jam, where he says you make peripheroids, and some say, the yesh omen, some say you make charcoal. Now, that's the yesh omen. What, they, what are they coming to disagree with? Are they coming to disagree only with their previous case, the case of the litvaran, or whatever that stuff is? Or are they coming to even argue with the case of the dates which we made into, into date, uh, the state dough? So, says the Shabura, it's actually a stuff for But says the Shabura, it doesn't really make a difference. Because the halacha follows the machaber, and therefore on your date though you will make ha'it. On this other stuff, this litveron, we follow the Ramah, who says that lechatzchilo you should be chayshesh for the for the yeshomim, and therefore better to make shahakol. So now we're left with a question, which is: so what exactly is the difference between the tomorrow case, the date dough, and the case of this jam? What's the difference? So various differences have been given, different shetas. Some say it's the, um, the way I would have answered it, it's the texture. The Tamarim Shemiyach on Biyad, if it's, we're talking about, it's been made into a dough, but it's still got the same texture. If you take your potatoes and make it into potato, mashed potato, says Mr. Brewer, what property do you make on that? Pardon. Because it's still got the same texture. The fact that it's changed shape, even if you wouldn't be able to recognize it, doesn't, rem- doesn't matter. It's pardon. Unless you actually take it to a blender or a jum or whatever you call it, and you really blend it up, till it becomes mamasha liquid, then you may have a shadow of shahako. But otherwise, it's hard normal. Now, shahinki in this litverin, it could be, it's become very, very liquidy, it's a completely different texture. That's one point. Uh, and some point out, based on that sort of lines, along those lines, they say, tomorrow shin miachon biyad. They want to say, it's dark if you mash it with a hand, or with a fork, or some implement like that. As opposed to this litverin, which may be done, it's been done in such a way, it's become completely blended up. So you say, for example, if you take your, 
the, you've got date, uh, date jam, there the place can say you make shahakos. There, I, I think, uh, I've seen this quote again, do not rely on this, but they say the reason being, in order to eat on its own, normally it's just going to be a spread, in which case it's covered by whatever it's spreading on. But the reason is because there it's actually made in a, in a machine, in a proper blender, a proper blender. So there, that's more than tomorrow in Shemiah from That's what, that's what some folks can want, uh, want to say. Others want to say that everyone says whether it's been cooked or not. This is found, we saw in the Shemiah's lesson, it's actually been cooked. That's different. If it's been cooked, it, it, it may be different. There's a fourth uh, difference they want to point out is here it's had extra things added to it. So as we saw in the Shemiah's session, it's had the, the tavern and the vast. That may also change it. Whereas the tomorrow is something like this, just the plain thing. Now, when we come to the, let's go back to our Shiloh of the Kugel. So the Kugel, I did see, I, I, I saw in Yom Tov, I was just looking around and I saw that someone said, Tuck, it's a genuine Shiloh. Even if you, you uh, do it in a grater where, where there's nice, big uh, sort of pieces of it, uh, strands, still a Shiloh. But I was sure, I've seen it at some point, uh, probably in Rav Bodmer's book, that's because I, at one time, many years ago, I read it, I think, pr- pretty much from cover to cover. And uh, I thought on that, it's definitely recognisable as potatoes, based on what we said, because it hasn't really changed. You've taken your potatoes, and you've just put it into strands. What does it if you cut it into slices, or you put it into strands? So I double-checked, and he says exactly that. He brings maybe from Rebshanadam, maybe not, but he says there, in that case, it'd be Hardama. Again, I'm not giving up stuff on this, but he says in that, it would be very much similar to our case of the crisp. But if you make, there's another way of making potato cooker, and that is, you take your, your potato, and you literally zoom it up, you blend it up, till it becomes a liquid. That, and the would would, 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 uh, would be sharp, because it's, it's a completely different consistency, it's, be, it's also a bit baked, it's also, it's got the very spices added to it, it's been uh, completely blended up with a machine, so there it would be shahakul. Um, just one last point will... I think there was one last, uh, two, in fact, two points to, to, to discuss before we move on in the Gemara. First of all, what about smoothies? The last uh, couple of years, two, three years ago, I heard of these things called smoothies. Until then, I never heard of such a thing. What are smoothies? So as far as I understand, it's very, very similar to what, uh, I think, Americans, or maybe not Americans, it's called nectars. As opposed to fruit juice, where you squeeze out the juice, here what you do is you put it, you put the whole fruit in, now apparently the next is they take out the pips and the, and the skins. Whereas in the shear, some of your reports when he makes smoothies, you don't even have to do it. You just leave it and it completely blends it up until eventually it becomes like a slightly thicker liquid. But it's a liquid nonetheless. What broth would you make on that? So, I would have thought, sounds very much like our pavidla. And therefore, the chapkiri you make shahakot on it. But the other, if you make ta'it on it, possibly, if it is like this pavidla, then it could be you've been yotzer. The mice of the place can say you definitely make shahakal on these nexters, well, these nexters, you should make shahakal. I think, I think the chazan ish says the nexters are like the pavit or other. So again, if a person did make what he's done it, I think again, I think Rabbi Shona's arm comes in and he says, again, but I'm not sure about it, I think he says that, but the other, you definitely yotzer. So, more or less, like we said, I would have also thought it's like the Pavidla, but again, it may well depend on what exactly this Pavidla, exactly what the, the Kuda, what, why it's different to the case of the, um, of the of the uh, the the date though. Um, one last point before um, which somebody raised. What about compost? So is that the same thing? Because that's also blended up. So as we pointed out, we still have this compost and a konami. If you take it, you blend it up. It's been, it's been cooked there. 
it's got uh, things added to it, it's been blended up with a machine, it's definitely charcoal. But, if there are any whole pieces in it, then automatically you make place on the, those whole pieces and the whole thing is passes. That's the, the halakha with that, because there are whole pieces. So I did want to see, if someone to say that homemade um, apple compost or something like that would be hot eight, because there's probably going to be whole pieces in it. Whereas uh, industrial made, of course, that would be very unprofessional. If it's supposed to be liquid, it's supposed to be liquid. So therefore you'd make charcoal. Again, if even you're homemade, you can check it for yourself, and it's completely liquidized, it would be charcoal because it's not recognizable. Um, the, just one point, one last point to go, going back to the fruit juices, is sometimes the fruit juices, they've got what they call sweet bits in it. The uh, bits of the fruit in it. Let's say when they squeeze the oranges, they've got the juicy bits in it. So do you think now it becomes place because the juicy bits got pieces of fruit in there? Is that a bit like the treva maybe? Maybe like Rashi said, it's not completely cottage. Maybe outside that. So the only thing I could really find in this is, uh, I, I, again, didn't look at it inside, but I've seen quite the Ramosh Shandos apparently, he says it's Shahaka. And he says the reason is because, he says no one's really interested in those bits. People are, more, are really interested in the juice. That's what he says, self it's Shahaka. Now the truth is, again, I don't know, personally, I don't like to, I prefer it without the bits. But um, as far as I understand, from, maybe from what I've heard from people, or the, the whole idea is that they put the juicy bits in, for some people that's what they want, they want the juicy bits. That's, I wouldn't say, I don't know whether it's the Ikawa, it's the Tothel. So, again, the Matthias, I don't, I'm not absolutely 100% clear on the Matthias, whether that is the Matthias, um, because if people are interested in the juicy bits, then we'd have to, we'd have to think again, whether it would be more similar to this, the Shiloh Trima or not. It could well be it would be Tophel anyway, even if people are interested in it, they're more interested in the juice, then it could be automatically you still make, make Shiloh. But that would be um, a Shiloh which would have to be readdressed once the Matthias, uh, because uh, if the Matthias is not quite as, as, uh, as has been reported. Continuing on into the Gemara further now. So the Gemara. Um, Shetisa. We now discuss, we're about halfway down Lamtres on the um, where there is a dot in the middle of the page there, Shetiso, the line ends with the word Ra. The Gemara says Shetiso. What is Shetiso? Rashi tells us that Shetiso is, it's uh, where you take um, flour, the flour is made of, um, made of, 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 uh, of grain which has been sweetened and the oven has been parched, and therefore it's sweet. Uh, Rashi says, says it's elsewhere that it has honey then added to it, maybe water added to it. Interestingly enough, the Rambam and the Shulchanah don't mention it about being parched, just talk about it being flour. But either way, it's then made, it's got water, it's got liquid added to it. So what broth would you make on it? So Rav Omar Shahak on the Ebed Bar, Rav says you make Shahak on it. Ushmuel Omar Shmuel says, Bore my name is Enes, you make Bore my name is Enes. Omar Rav Chista says Rav Chista, below Peligi, there's no argument here. Haba Ova, Haba Rakho. One's talking about a thick mixture, and one's talking about a soft mixture, a liquidy mixture. Over, Shmuel, who says it's Mazono, he's talking about a thick one. Stephalachila Obilo, they make it for eating. Rako, whereas a soft mixture, they're a Obilo, they make it for a four, for medicinal purposes, and therefore it's a liquidy mixture, and therefore you make Shadu. Now, says the Rabbin, you know, a very, very important point. He says, just because something is made for a four, that doesn't change the brothel. We already saw this on Dasam and Bob. Interestingly enough, the Rabbi Yehuda does not quote this Gemara. Rabbi Kivayeg has got a kasha. Why not? But this would be the case which, we, which we've already seen is with olive oil. If a person has olive oil for medicinal purposes 
And he has it, he has it together with the Amnigrain. Take a look on Amnigrain for the Madalaf again there. So it doesn't do any damage to the person. We make very free ice on him. Why very free ice? Any very free. The answer is because there is, at the end of the day, there is a Hanafa for the person. It does have a certain nice taste, apparently. It does give us Hanaf Miyayim. It gives us energy. Fills us up a little bit. So therefore, you make ice on it. So says Rabbi Niyoyin, or so too here, there's no harm in just because it's a refuah, that changes the bracha, that's nothing to do with it. Well, the, when the Gemara says refuah, all it's doing is giving you an indicator. What do you mean liquidy? Why would you have shtisa, which is liquidy? What's called liquidy shtisa? He says, because when they make it for refuah, generally, generally they make it liquidy. But not to say that only if it's made for refuah, you make shakal on it. If you take a look at Shulchan Aruch, if you take a look at the Rambam, You'll see they don't make a mention of whether it's refuah or whether it's not for refuah. They just say on the thick one, you make mazonas. On the liquidy one, you make shakal. That's it. It's irrelevant why you make it. But just so you should know, generally speaking, the thick one is made for achila, and the liquidy one is made for refuah. Generally speaking, that's just to differentiate between them. That's why you make them differently. But enochanami, if you're having it for refuah purposes, even if you're having a thick one, you'd make mazonas. Because, at the end of the day, it doesn't change the broth. If you're getting an you make the normal broth on it. So, ask the Gemara, Mosev Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef asks, we've got a, comes in Shabbos, B'Shavim Shabuichashin et HaShosis B'Shabbos. This is introduced, we have a Machlekev there, about, um, whether a person's allowed to put water into bran on Shabbos, because maybe it's a problem of, of, uh, of kneading, of, of losh, kneading on Shabbos. So we say, but one thing they all agree about is You're allowed to mix on Shabbos to stir these shtisos on Shabbos, this stuff which we're talking about. You can mix it on Shabbos. And um, clearly we're talking about here um, the liquidy type, as Tosus points out. Rashi already alludes to this idea. Because Boichashin doesn't say you can knead it on Shabbos. It says you can stir it. Stirring means it's liquidy. Rush does the towel with a, with a, with a spoon. So, so, so it must be we're talking about the liquidy stuff. Okay. The Shoysen Zesama Mitzri. And another thing you're allowed to have is you're allowed to drink this Zesama Mitzri. It's uh, this uh, Egyptian uh, type of uh, um, um, liquid which apparently is made from um, wheat and barley and oil and uh, there was something else which, 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 which went into it. The vinegar, I can't remember what it was. And um, they drink it for a four purposes. But you're allowed to drink it on Shabbos. The reason being, we'll see in the Gemara about such and soon, that um, because any liquid, any uh, drink, which healthy people would have as well, even if you're having it for a four purposes, it doesn't matter, you can have it on Shabbos. For example, the example we gave is, let's say, whiskey. If a person's got a toothache, if he drinks the whiskey in a normal way, since normal people drink whiskey, the fact that he knows he's doing it to ease the, the pain on his tooth, it's quite alright. Now, now the Gemara gets to its point. If you think that you're telling me that generally these liquidy ones, the liquidy type of shtisa, is made for refuah, so refuah b'shabbos mishori? Is refuah allowed on Shabbos? Since when is refuah allowed on Shabbos? We know refuah is not allowed on Shabbos. So Omar Abayi said back to Rabbi Yosef, he said, but after a Tisbara, you don't think this would be allowed? But after now, the Shorah is a Mishnah, we've learned the Mishnah, Kala Oichlin, all foods, Oichel Adam and Rafu Abba Shabbos, a person is allowed to eat for a four purposes on Shabbos, but Kala Mashkin, any drinks, in other words, normal drinks and food, Shaita, you can drink them on Shabbos. Elamai, so what are you going to say? But it's for a four purposes. What have you got to say? Because Gabriel Achilo Kamachabi. You say, because no, the person is. 
he's eating. Yeah, there are four hatas, but he's eating. So Akhanami says too, Gabrielachino Kamechami says too, but he has the shtis of the same idea. He's just eating, his kavan is eating, and the four will be will be a, a byproduct. The Lishna Akhrin is actually another version of the Gemara where it says exactly that. What exactly the Lishna Akhrin is, what's the difference between the Shonis, I'm sure the Akhrin speak about. And on my name is what you have to say, Gabrielachino Kamechami. Here's Kabbalah, we can say it's Fahilo, Rufuah Mimelo Kavya, and the Rufuah happens automatically. At the end of the day, there is Hanoah Fahilo there. It does give you, it's got a certain taste to it, and therefore, you, we can say you're having Achilo, and the Rufuah is Mimelo, it's not for Rufuah purposes only. So, Hanami says to here, Achilo from the Kavya, and Rufuah Mimelo Kavya, so to by the Shtito, we can say the same idea. He's having a Fahilo, and the Rufuah happens automatically. That's the point there. Now, Tosis explains, I think what Tosis is getting at, because if you take a look at Tosis, these thousand are tied to the refuah of the day, refuah of the Shabbos Rabbi Yossi says, if you think that this, this liquid Yishtis is made for refuah, primarily is made for refuah, so on Shabbos is it mutter? The same because he holds, he held, the chinam zechol she'ikaroi le refuah, since the main purpose of it is for refuah, the in regimus asos it's not normal to make it for achila, after the Shabbos Kulah, should be forbidden on Shabbos. It's not normal that people make it for achila. So what did Abai respond? The Hotsunan Kala Eichlin Mechulu. The Mashna, that it's Mashna, means the Nokat Kala Eichlin, by saying Kala Eichlin, that implies that Afidu Kol She'i Kala Lerufuah, even something which is the Ikah is for Rufuah, Kimen She'roi Lachidah, since the main thing is Fafidah Shafiru Domi, it's fine. With the Nokat Kala, from the fact that it says Kol Eichlin. Now, I think what Tosis is getting at is because what, Rav Yusuf didn't know this Mepurusha Mishnah. What was he asking? We could have said Rav Yosef, we know Rav Yosef forgot, forgot his learning and Abai had to remind him, but we don't normally find that he forgot the Mishnah. So I think the point is here that with the Tosis explaining what happened here was maybe he forgot this point, but it doesn't say that in Mishnah. He understood it's got to be Eichlin, something which is normal food. If you're having normal food and you're having it as an aside for a four, that's all right. You're having your whiskey to ease the pain in your tooth, that's all right. But something with the Ikah is for a four, you're telling me the Shtito, it's made liquidy Dafka because it's for a four purposes. Then why would you be allowed to make it on Shabbos? So Abayi said, no. The Mishnah Dafka says, an extra word Kol tells me that even if it's primarily, primary purpose is for a fool, if it can be eaten for normal Achilo, you're allowed to do it on Shabbos. That's the Maharish of the, of the, of the Gemara. Carries on the Gemara. Utsricha Zerav. And we need the statement of Rav. Now you'll notice that the word Shmuel, or Shmuel is put in round brackets. Marashal takes it out. Seemingly for a very good reason. Because, let's continue on a little bit in the Gemara, then we'll see why. We need that of Rav. Even though we've got the Mishnah in Shabbos, which has already told me that anything which is Achilo purposes, sorry, anything which, is, which can be eaten for Achilo, even if you're having it for a four, it doesn't matter, because we say that you're eating it, you're getting the benefit from the food, and the four is Mamela, so you can have it. So, we still need Rav to tell me that the broth, we have to make shahakal on the, on the food. The he may hide, because I would have just had that Mishnah in Shabbos. How I mean, I might have thought, yeah, with regards to Hilfah Shabbos, Hilfah Shabbos demands of us, if it's only for a four purposes, you're not allowed to do it on Shabbos. So I would have said, with regards to Shabbos, I can say, no, we can be lax, we can be lenient, because the Achilok on the Chavi, his intention is just for the Achilo, that's the way we look at it, he's eating. Or the four may look at it, and the four happens automatically. That's the way we can look at it, he's eating, he's getting benefit from it, and the four has automatically sits most on Shabbos. Abel Hoka, but over here, when it comes to Hilkas Brokhus, 
Kivan de la Chatzchilu le Refuah Kamachamin. At the end of the day, you know why you're having it. You're having it for Refuah purposes. I'm not actually having it for the Achila. I'm not having it for the Hanor. Maybe you'll only break Elabi Kalal. Maybe you shouldn't make a brach on it at all. Kamashmanon. That's why the Gemara has to say, Kivan de Seh Hanor Mine, Boy Beruchi. Since you are getting benefit from it, you have to make a brach on it. You have to make Shaka. That's what Rav has to come and tell us. Now, at first glance, the Marshal Hagal seems to make perfect sense. You should take out the word of Shmuel. Because remember, Shmuel, who talked about the Zonos, his stuff was talking about the fixed stuff. That's nothing, nothing to do with the Rafur. So Shmuel's got nothing to do with it. It's Rav. Rav's the one who's coming to tell us that when it's been made for Rafur, you make Shahakal on it. You make Shahakal on it. And the Chidosh is, that even though you're only having it for a four purposes, you may have thought, even though, yeah, I do get an offer, but I'm not interested in the Hanor, maybe I shouldn't make a broth on it at all. Kamashmanon, you do, and you make your shakal, your normal broth on it. But Shmuel wasn't talking about a four purposes, why should it say you're Shmuel? The truth is, I think, because I know that the Achronians speak about this and they explain what the word of Shmuel is doing there, I think perhaps, based on the Rabbin Yerah, we could suggest why your Shmuel comes into this. Because Erechalami, before we came to the Rabbeinu which we've mentioned, I would have just learned the Gemara posh like this. I would have, this is the way I always understood the Gemara before I saw the Rabbeinu Yenah. You've got Rav and Shmuel. Rav says you make Shahakal on it, Shmuel says you save Mazonis. Comes along Rav Chis and says there's no Achloikin. Rav's talking about the liquidy stuff which is made for a four purposes, and Shmuel's talking about the thick stuff which is made for, um, for, uh, for non-reform purposes. Right? That's it. And then the Gemara discusses the whole shit of Rav, Ooh, are you allowed to, you're saying the liquidy stuff is made for a poor purposes, so how could you make it on Shabbos? So we answer no, because it can be eaten, it can be eaten uh, as, as a normal food as well, but the Maita, he's doing it for a poor purposes, and the Chiddush of Rav is, even though he's doing it only for a poor purposes, you make the broth Shabbos. That's how we'd have learned the Gemara. Comes on the Rabbeinu Yenah and says, no, that's not the way the Gemara goes. I think this is what would come out, it's a little difficult how we learn the whole Mahalik of the Gemara to see the Rabbeinu Yenah. But I think the way we've just, we've tied it as we've gone along, is goes along the Rabbeinu Yenah like this. That Rav says you make Shahakal. Shmuel says you say Mazon. Comes along Rav Chis and says, what, what's the difference here? The answer is what type of Shtisa we're talking about. Rav is talking about the, the liquidy stuff. What's the liquidy stuff? The stuff which is normally made for a four. Shmuel talking about the thick stuff. The stuff which is no, normally made for a meal. But the Maita, both of them could be talking about for Rafua purposes, and both of them could be talking about for non-Rafua purposes. Whatever Rav's talking about, Shmuel will be talking about. If Rav's talking about for Rafua purposes, and he's saying you make Shakal, and that's the Chiddush he's saying you, even though you have it for, for Rafua purposes, you make Shakal, so Shmuel's coming along and saying that if you have the thick stuff, even for Rafua purposes, you make Mazonis. And if Shmuel's talking about non-Rafua purposes, you can have the Rav will be telling the Chiddush even for non-Rafua purposes, if it's liquidy stuff, it's a drink, you make shakal on it. You don't make mazonis. But not to say, as we said, that's what the Rabbi Yenah's main point. Rafur, non-Rafur, doesn't change the bracha. If you're getting hanor from it, you make a bracha. If you're not getting hanor from it, you don't make a bracha. Finished. It's not going to be any bracha. And therefore, it makes perfect sense to say, with Tzrichot Zerab Ushmuel. Because this whole Gemara is all being discussing the case of, as we said, because the Gemara says, you're telling me that when it's liquidy, it's normally made for Rafur purposes. Oh, really? So then why can you make it on Shabbos? And so on and so forth. And so the Gemara basically comes to the conclusion and says, no, but even if you're having it for a four purposes on Shabbos, not a problem, uh, because we're talking about the normal case and you make it for a four purposes, because since healthy people have it as well. So says the Gemara, well, once you've said that, so what's the Chiddush of Rav? 
What's the Kiddush of that? That on liquidy stuff you make shakal? Now I know because it's a liquid. We'll see that in Tosis. It's a liquid, so we make shakal on that. So what's the Kiddush of that? As Shmuel telling me, do you make the zonas? I know that. So what, what, what are they telling me? The answer is they're telling me that even if you have it for a four purposes, a Shmuel case, and a is, is a slightly abnormal case. Because it's not, it's not, you don't normally have it for a four purposes, but you could, it's just not normal. Just like according to Ralph, to have liquidity is not normal, normally it's for a four purposes, but it could be for non four purposes. So therefore, says the Gemara, the Chiddush of both of them is to tell you that even if you have it for a four purposes, whether it's Ralph, whether it's Shmuel, it doesn't, you still have to make the normal broth on it. Don't tell me, but my Kabbalah is for a four purposes, it doesn't matter. You do get an honor from it, and therefore you make the normal broth on it. What's the normal broth on? the liquidy stuff, Shahakot. On the non-liquidy stuff, on the more solid stuff, the zone. If we take a look at Tosfus, Tosfus just spells down, this is the halakha. So Tosfus, Umasika Kamara, just finishing off the Tosfus we were in the middle of, the Nan Kola Eichlin. Umasika Kamara, the Gemara comes to the conclusion, Utsrichot Rabbi Shmuel, the both Rabbi and Shmuel are necessary. You see there, Tosfus has Rabbi and Shmuel there. The Pshita, the Matis, and Sharia, Avatisha, Amida Rapuah. Because what the Mishnah is telling me in Shabbos is that it, even though it's over the Rafuah, it doesn't matter you're allowed to have it on Shabbos because at the end of the day it does have an Akhira aspect to it as well. I was Rabbi Shmuel Ashmiyan, but Rabbi Shmuel are coming to teach us the low name of the don't say, Kimid the Ikara le That since the main thing you're having it for is for Rafuah, low lebrechela alekela, maybe you shouldn't make a brach on it at all. Kumashmuel, that's why they come and teach us, Kimid the Mitani Mine, since you're getting an offer on it, boy, you have to make the normal brach or whatever the normal brach on it is. Thick will be Mizoyim. Thin, thin, thin consistency will be shahakal. Umikomokam le yaborich elos shahakal. Nevertheless, you'll only make shahakal on it, in the case of the thin one at least. Kimen she'eno osui dittoit ki im Since it's not made to be soyate, it's to, to, uh, to drink. The truth is, from that, that, those words in Tosus, it does sound more like we're going back and rub again. So in which case, we'd have to question again what exactly is going on in Shmuel. But uh, it's a little bit of a dirty now, according to what we've just said, it is a little bit difficult to understand then. If Shmuel is talking about the thick stuff, um, then it's not really lishtos. But uh, he said, you only make shahakon on it, anything which has got one of the five grains in it, then it's not made for other purposes, it's only to be drunk, to go and Shekhar, and by the way, this is again, we see this idea of Tosis, it's got to be made Lissos. Possibly saying that the fact that it's Soyed is not enough, it's got to be made Lissos. So, uh, so he says, to to just a drink, to go and Shekhar, to Chayitibai, for example, if you've got beer or anything like that, Mabayat Shakhar, you make Shahakar, the Chay Gavanor, Potlak, Bahag, similar to this, the Bahag Paskin, the Ilkhasal, Shtisa, Ovada, on thick Shtisa, Mabayat Bayamin, Amazonas, you make Bayamin, Amazonas, Kalishta on their thin consistency, Mabarak Shahako, the Yama Pishala Rafua Nasis, even though it's made for Rafua purposes, Hechot if they are nominated, where he gets an offer from it, Mabarak he makes the Nomala Bracha. And except from this Tosus, I don't know whether it's, whether our answer about Shmuel fitting there, whether it does, because Tosus sort of suddenly goes back into the, into the, the, the Chiddush being, that even though you're drinking it, uh, sorry, that the, the, you only make Shahakan on it, because it's not made literally. Whether that does pose a problem for Abshak by the Gemara says Shmuel or not, I'm not sure. Carries on the Gemara. She'alapas to Omer Hamitzi B'cholu. Says the Gemara, Tana Rabbam. 
We said in the Mishnah that on bread you make hamotzi. Tana Rabban has been taught in a brayso. Mahu Omer, what bracha do you make? So says the Tana Kama hamotzi lechem in Do you make hamotzi lechem in Oret? Rabbi Nechemia, Omer Rabbi Nechemia says motzi lechem in Oret. You say motzi without the hay. Omar Rabba says Rabba, the motzi kuleyama lepeligi. When you say motzi without the hay, everyone agrees the Afik Mashman that it implies in the past. That a mochi lechem in oris, Hashem produced the lechem in oris, and therefore it's fine to say mochi. Everyone would agree that mochi is fine. They said, how do I know that mochi is a past tense? As it writes, kill mochi on the Mitzrayim. Then our Kodesh Borkul took them out of Mitzrayim. And as Rashi says, when this partial was said, the Shinamra partial Bilom Kavayot, this is the partial Bilom, they'd already gone out of Mitzrayim, so it's definitely past tense. Mochi is past tense, so that's definitely fine. Kipaligi, when do they argue? The Hamoti. The Mathoikas is when you say Hamoti. Rabbonon, sorry, the Rabbonon, they hold Hamoti when you add the hay, the Apik Mashman, it's Mashman the future. The Chsivah, they write, Hamoti, uh, sorry, it's Mashman the past. It's Mashman the past. The Chsivah, they write, Hamoti Luchomayim, Mitzorach Hanomish. Then he produced water for you from the flint, from the flint rock. So you see, it's past tense. Rabbi Nechemia, otherwise, Rabbi Nechemia says, no. Hamoti, the Mathoik Mashman, Hamoti is Mashman future tense. Shinem, as it says, when they were still in Mitzrayim, it says, Hamoti Mitzrayim. The Hashem will take you out from under the burdens of Mitzrayim. And as for the previous postulate of Hamoti Luchomayim Mitzrayim Halomish, Rashi says that, that definitely seems to be past tense. So this, uh, Rabbi Nechemi will say, no, it's really its future, because even though he's already produced the water, but he'll continue to do it as you journey through the Midbar. And therefore it could really be referring to the future as well. Verabona. Ha-hu! What did the Rabbana do with Hamoti as Kamitachas to this Mitzrayim? How did they explain that in the past then? So, Hoki Ka'amaluhu, Kuchobrichul Yisrael. This is what our Kodesh Baruch was saying to Klal Yisrael. Kazma Piknoluhu, when I take you out to Mitzrayim, Avitnoluhu Milsa, I'm going to do something to you. Kiheki Diyod Ipin, all that you'll know, the Amohu to Afik Yisrael Slem in Mitzrayim. The Ayah is the one who took you out to Mitzrayim. The Chsiv is the right from the past, we doubt him, Kiyani Hashem, and you will know that I am Hashem, your God. Hamoiti, and it continues on, Hamoiti has come in Tachas for this Mitzrayim. So therefore, I'm going to do something, it is past tense, I will do something to you that you will know that Hamoiti has come, I am the one who took you out in the past from Mitzrayim. So therefore, the Rabbana say Hamoiti is past tense, therefore you can make Hamoiti Lechmeno Oret, and the Rabbi Nechemes says, no, it's not, it's future tense, therefore you can only say Moti. So, Mishtam Chinei Rabbana and Rabbi Zeyra, the Rabbonon were praising Rabbi Zeyro, eh, sorry, they were pra- praising the sons of Rabbi Zeyro, as far as the Rab Zavid, after the Rabbi Shimon by Rab Zavid. The, basically the brother of Rabbi Shimon, the son of uh, Rab Zavid. The Odom Kodolhu, they said he's a great man, Uboki Bibrochus, he's an expert in Milchus Brochus. So Omar the Hem Rabbi Zeyro said to them, the Shiobadi Yatkam, when he comes to you, hey, the Uri Yadi, bring him to me. So Zimachad, one time, one time, Ikla the Gabe, he was brought to Rabbi Zeyro, and Afikulei Rifta, they brought out bread for this son of Rav Zavit. And Potak Lomas, he started making the bracha, Moitzi Lechem and Oretz. Moitzi. So Omar Rabbi Zeyra said, Zehu Sha'enu Allah, this is the person about whom you say, it's Odom Godot, and he's a great man. Who boki be brachas, and he's a boki and helps brachas, who? Bishlomi Yomah Hamoitzi. Bishlomi, it would have been fine if he would have said, Hamoitzi, Tovam Lamed Ches Hamadzei, Ashmu'in on Taino. He would have been teaching us, Pshat and Pesukim. Well, Hamoti has come to Tachas for this Mitzrayim. Hamoti Mitzrayim Halomish has types those up. The Ashmin and Zeilchasol. Karabani would have also taught us that Allah is like the Rabbon. The Hamoti is past tense. And the Omar Moti, but by saying Moti, Michael Marshall, what do you teach us? You tell me he's a Boki and Brothos. 
says the Gemara, the Yud of Allah, Bukhin, Afshem, Ibsukta. The reason why he said Moti, because he didn't want to get involved in Allah like it. Let's play safe. Everyone agrees that Moti is fine. Says the Gemara, the Hilksan, the Allah is, and obviously it begs the question, so what exactly did he do wrong? Maybe in the Chazor Asher will, will, will provide an answer to double chat. I think I do have an answer to the question. So the Hilchus of the Halacha is Hamotzi Lechem Min Oret. So we make Hamotzi Lechem Min Oret to Kaimon and Karabonim because we pass in at the Rabonim the Omi that they say the Afik Nashmal is past test. And therefore we can say Hamotzi Lechem Min Oret. So you may well ask, but still, very nice, we pass in at the Rabonim. But why do we have to get, you know, generally speaking, if you've got a Machlaikis, why not play safe? Let's be here to according to everyone. Why get involved in a Machlaikis? You know that um, that uh, uh, we saw Guzman that uh, a Talmud of his uh, I, I read this in a statement that Talmud brought out with the with the various Hanhogos and the Halopos that he he heard from uh, Rav Guzman. Rav Guzman was, uh, was an absolute god. He was on the basin of of Rav Chaim Oizek Rajinsky. There's many stories about uh, that during the war. Amazing thing, but Al Kaponim he says at one time um, this Talmud he says that he went out to get his coat. And his coat wasn't there. He realised somebody must have taken his coat by mistake. So he saw a coat hanging there. He realised that this must be the person who took his coat. So he went to Rav Gosman and he said, Can I borrow this person? Can I take the coat? He's taken by coat. I'll take his. Surely he's not marked it. So Rav Gosman said, Take my coat. So he said, But surely it shouldn't be a problem. He quotes him the, you know, the, the relevant source. So Rav Gosman said to him, You're right. But maybe it's a shark, whoever it is, disagrees. I really don't pass kind of that. He says, I want to tell you something which I was macabre from Reb Chaim Oza Grzynski. He says, Reb Chaim Oza told me that wherever you could be yoked to all shitters, you should be yoked to all shitters. Don't get involved in the machlakes. Even though the halach is like one, if you can be yoked to simply without getting too complicated, be yoked to all shitters. I'm telling you, here's my coat. And I think he added as well, he said, that Reb Chaim Oza said that when he makes a pasak, where he has to seemingly be machria between two, that he's having to make a decision between, let's say, the shaft and the tal. He, just, he says, that the, the, the way of Chaim Moses says, that when I make my Pesach, I make my Pesach in such a way that if I go, seemingly go like the Shach, you should know the Tav agrees with, agrees with my Pesach. In other words, I'm not just Machria, I make it in such a way that I say, in this case, even the Tav will agree. We try to pass it on that everyone would be satisfied with it. So, it seems a little strange, coming back to this tomorrow, maybe you say that Amaro is different, but why would we want to pass it in such a way which gets get us involved in Machria? Take a look at Tosus. Says Tosus. Even though when we say moiti, everyone agrees that it implies the past tense, still we do hamoiti. Ubi Yerushalmi implies time. The Yerushalmi explains why we say hamoiti. Kadeshu le ayif ha osiyos in order not to run letters together. Kegoin ha olam moiti. I.e., when you say merach ha olam, if you would say moiti, you're going to have two men. Ha olam moiti. You say it merach. You lose a, a man. So by saying, adding in the hay there, you have to break. So you won't lose any letters. The Abagav min. Even though you're going to, anyway, you're going to have to run to get, you're going to have a problem with Lechem Min Ha'oret. So you've got two men there. You've got a mix, you're going to have a running there. Shani often is different there. The Krak is still because the Potter writes, Matsmiach Chotzi Labehima, the Lakorish Borkel makes grow fodder for animals, the Isilabe is for Odom and grass for the uh, for the for the work of man, to produce lechem and oris. Therefore, the brothel we make is based on the lotion of the pasuk, and therefore we're not going to change play around with the lotion of the pasuk. The arcane, and therefore, since it's based on that pasuk, 
you should serve the yod of you should when you you should hold the bread with two hands and you're gonna make hamotzi you're gonna break the bread. Therefore, it's for your two hands with ten fingers. Neged you tevish b'mikol then this fourth and shulchan aruch you should hold it with your ten fingers because you've got ten words in that portion. Matzmiyah chotzi labehimo veeser labeidah faodom lehotzi lechem min chorets is ten words. Therefore, you should hold the bread with your ten fingers. Therefore, says certain. Therefore, obviously, goes without saying. Even though we you got left and min, you should make the break between the left hand and min, so you don't run the words together. Fine. Just want to end by going back to the Gemara we had there. This is why I ended the share with. And remember, it was eight day Pesach. I thought this was such a such an appropriate vault to end. Mamish, we we're coming towards the end of Pesach, but it's a vault which is equally mamish, mamish, equally appropriate to us. We say it's Chag Pesach. No, it's still got a little bit of. We've still got a bit of taste of, of, of that matzah in, in our mouth. What does the Gemara tell us here? The Gemara tells us, it's looking for a pasuk um, to tell us that Hamutzi is past tense. Yeah. So what pasuk do we bring? We bring the pasuk Hamutzi l'chomayim mitzorah chalomish. That's the pasuk we bring. So the Slach asks, he says, why don't you bring a pasuk which says, also to do with Mitzrayim, what's that? Hamutzi Yaschem, the Eretz Mitzrayim. We've got a post to come in Pasha Temer. Hamutzi Yaschem, the Eretz Mitzrayim. So the Shmuel Yaakov answers. He says because no, the Chol Zevod Zer Chayiv Adam Nuris is after the Kiyur Yotz on the Mitzrayim. That in every generation, in every moment, we have to view ourselves as if we're going out to Mitzrayim. Therefore, you've got no proof from that post. Hamutzi Yaschem, the Eretz Mitzrayim. That means it's not happening now. You should know Be'etzim, by the way, the Chochmas Monarch, he says, the whole Gemara is very difficult to answer. He's got a very, very long piece there, because he says, Motsi, Hamotsi, all of it is really present tense. It's really present tense. Maybe it's a participle, that's how you basically answer it. It can be a participle, adjective sort of word. And that's it. He's got a whole Mahalas there, which we're not going into. But therefore, Hamotsi, Eschem, the Eretz Mitzrayim is, it's happening now. It's not in the past. And that's why I have to bring the postage of Hamotsi, Lechomayim, Mitzorah, Halomish. Because that's not talking about going out from its time. But possibly it's talking about going out from its time, but you can't prove in that it's past. So after Marat Tzir, just listen to such a beautiful vault, says Marat Tzir. He says, but wait a second. But surely, how do we know that Motsi is past tense? How do we know Motsi is past tense? Because it says, Kel Motsi on the Mitzrayim. Then Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. But wait a second, you've told me because of Adel Chayim on the Mitzrayim. So he says, take a look at Rashi. So, so beautiful, so precise is the word, are the words in Rashi. We read this Rashi beforehand, but I bet you none of us even cut this point here. What does Rashi want? Could have just said. And they've already gone out of the time. Why is Rashi Says because for, for Bilom, it was something of the past. From Bilal's perspective, it was something of the past. They'd already gone out of time. So their Kelmetion is definitely past tense. But when you're talking to a year, to Klai soil, Hamotiyah Chemiyah, Mitzrayim, that's definitely happening now. And what I believe this means to say is such a powerful vault. If you ask a Goy, what happened when we left Mitzrayim? You know what they'll say? You were freed of the physical slavery. That's all it was. They see it as nothing more than that. That's what it is to a Goy. That's the freedom from Mitzrayim. We may even, perhaps we could even touch up. I'm just adding, we didn't say this in the ship, we could touch up. Then it says, Moshe, Moshe wanted to know what exactly, 
what, why Christ had to go down from his time by no other nation? It was to do with the whole thing with Dotson and when he saw them speaking, they were going to speak Loshnara. So he said, now I can see that this nation is Roy, they are Roy Lekach. Why Christ? Why are we Roy for it? So, I think that, uh, there are, I've got other reasons why it may be, but you know one reason could well be? Because you know what would happen if let's say Esau would have gone down to Mitzrayim? We know Esau was all about physicality. You know what would have happened when he would have gone down to Mitzrayim? He couldn't have come to Amas and Torah. You know why he couldn't have come to Amas and Torah? Because for him, the drive would have been nothing more than a physical slavery. Nothing more than that. So therefore there's no liberation. There's no liberation in the spiritual sense. We needed a nation which would go down to Mitzrayim and appreciate that when we come out of Mitzrayim, it wasn't just a freedom from physical slavery. It was a liberation from the clutches of Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara being rooted in the, the opposite of Torah. This was a, a spiritual liberation. That only a Yid could appreciate. Only a Yid can, can understand that only we understand that every single day as we watch what's going on, on around us in society, how the, our morals are sinking lower and lower, we appreciate what HaKadosh Baruch Hu released us from. Had we been in a time, we would have been exactly like them. As they say, Physically, right now, but in a spiritual sense, we can live up and beyond this goddess.